Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. My name is Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me, he's the one that shines the most, and he's all full of bright colors. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm you got to roll with one it. color that I that I know of. I I don't. If I have other colors coming out of me, I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. But I I did want to um, throw out. I mean, obviously, this is going to be months after the fact. But as of this recording, we are recording on March 9th, two thousand twenty-one. Me and you, Doug, made it to number thirty-three in the TV review section of podcasting in the podcasting world our podcast <laughs> i don't even think we got up that high with freaking sports entertainment breakdown <laughs> so high fives to us on that yeah we might have gotten up there at our peak but yeah yeah back back when there wasn't as many wrestling podcasts and freaking celebrities bumping us off that that are kind of in the game right exactly <laughs> you know when there wasn't a global pandemic and everybody had no excuse but to be home and what else are you going to do except start a podcast in i know for real but um today is the special episode um as you all know, because you clicked on this episode, but today is the Cyber Soldier Porygon episode. Never aired here in the U.S., only aired one time over in Japan for reasons of it sent a lot of kids to the hospital. Yeah, a lot of kids, uh, a lot of kids got sick. Um, uh photosensitive, you know, prone to seizures. Um, apparently it's the, the specific light sequence, the red and blue lights. Yes. That are, are flashing during the Porygon battle sequence. And yellow. Course, and yeah, okay, yeah, of course. Um, flashing during the battle sequence, which we'll get to, um, you know, so if you're, if you're following along with us, um, I'm sure any copy you're going to find online has a warning on it. Yes. Um, please, people, please. And um, 
you're going to see us do things. I mean, you're probably not going to notice it too much, but um, I've gracefully asked Doug if Doug could go over that battle scene um, himself um, when we get to it, because uh, I myself, um, I'm epileptic and I don't want to <laughs> stir up anything by watching that scene again. I got lucky the first time, but who knows what will happen the second time. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Are you just going to jump ahead? Um, I'm going to pause it because I know I know where that scene is now. And I'm just, yeah, I'm going to just fast forward. Like, I think, I think that scene is like two minutes long. I'm going to fast forward probably like a minute and a half, two minutes, and then jump right back in with you. Yeah, because it kind of sneaks up on you if you're not paying attention. Yes. Like, I was sitting there watching it. <laughs> Pardon me, the first time. And I was like, all right, I know this is coming up. You know, because, again, the big motherfucking warning on top, you know, kids were sick in Japan. It's like, okay. And then I was like, what's so bad? And then I was like, oh, that's that, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do not, if you are, and we're not asking you, because we normally ask you to kind of follow along with us, um, if you can, we're not asking you to watch this. We're just asking you to listen to our voices as we review it. If you are interested in watching the episode as we are going through it, by all means. Um, but I do want to throw out there um, that this has made a lot of people sick. So watch it at your own discretion. And we will be getting into the episode. I mean, overall, it's it's a, it's a pretty fun episode. It's a fine episode, and I, I mean, yeah, and you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, if if you, if, <clears throat> pardon me, if you feel like you need to watch it, you're taking the you're taking the risk on yourself. Yes. Um, and my version that I'm watching doesn't have the subtitles. So as we're getting into this, I'm going to find one with subtitles. How the fuck does it not have? <laughs> I am going to say say one thing. So I, I have it up on the on the TV that I'm getting ready to view myself. And it, it, it's funny because um, the theme song is in Japanese. And I remember... As a child, my my father would take me to the comic book store, and um, I got a few I got a few different copies of Pokemon in in Japanese with the subtitles at the bottom. Like the, and now that I'm thinking about it, these might have been some bootlegs. Now that I'm thinking about the type of case that these movies were in, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that now. But um, I I remember I I watched. Um, Mewtwo Strikes Back um, before um, it came here in theaters. So I, I had that on VHS and then went to the movie theater and was like, what the fuck? I got this at home. But <laughs> <laughs> I watched that like months before. Um, I saw Togepi. I remember I, I grabbed an episode and saw Togepi before Togepi was a thing out here in the U.S. I remember that. Um and the theme song that they would play, I, I've watched those episodes over and over and over again. That I actually, I could, I could probably sing to you the Japanese theme song. I can't do it now, 
but that's how much I watched it when I when I pulled this episode up. That theme song played. I was like, oh, I remember this song. Oh, I was like, oh, this brings back some memories. So. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a a different song than what we got. Yes, it's a happier song. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, all right, so. Enough, um, I guess we can say uh, enough um, lollygagging um, and reminiscing um, that we can kind of get into this. But this episode aired in Japan on December 16th, 1997. And we like to go back in history on this date and pull open some some things that happen in in American history, Canadian history, any history that we can find that's significant that we can talk about. And on this day in 1773 was the Boston Tea Party, the day that American rebels disguised themselves as Indians and threw 342 chests of British tea into the Boston Harbor, paving the way for the American Revolution. Yep, they didn't. Uh, the American colonists didn't want to be uh, taxed by the British, so we hit them where it hurt, which apparently is in the uh, tea bags. And um, yeah, so we dumped a bunch of perfectly good tea into the harbor and and made tea and, and, and made their harbor a bunch of tea. Just yeah, but it. I don't know if I want to drink because that that couldn't have been the cleanest water. It couldn't have been, but just add a little bit of sugar. Just get a filter. A lot of bit of sugar. No, a little, just a little bit. Just sprinkle just, it in there. Just, a, just just a pinch. Yeah, just just a pinch. You got to just sprinkle it in. It'll 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 even itself out at some point. <laughs> take 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 a filter. Put it in the water. Scoop <laughs> scoop it up. You're good. It'll even itself out. Yep. <laughs> So, oh man, there were no fish harmed in the in this process. <laughs> I'm joking. I have no idea. There might have, there had to have been. Yeah, these these fish were like, oh, this tastes what? What the fuck? What? <laughs> so, all right, but that's that is what happened on my date and Dougie Fresh. Um, we went off air. We were talking off air that you have about five or six possibilities, and you're going to surprise me. So, which one did you pick for yours? So, to contrast your selection of something that happened way back in the 1700s, on December 16th, 2019, <laughs> 25 years after its original release. <laughs> I know it's when you picked. <laughs> Mariah Carey's super infectious All I Want for Christmas is You finally tops the Billboard 100 charts. Yeah. 25 years after its release. That's fucking crazy. As catchy as that song is, you're telling me it took 25 years to become number one? Yeah, I don't, don't understand it. I don't, I, I mean. <laughs> Like, that's my favorite Christmas song of the year. Like, I can listen to that over and over and over again. And I know for you, it's not your not your favorite. You, Because I remember singing it and you were like, oh, you go to hell. <laughs> you go right to hell. You stop singing that song. No, it's just, I mean, and I understand, you know, it's, it's Mariah Carey. She doesn't put out duds. 
Um, but it's just it's, and the problem is it's catchy. Very. And, and you know you hear it once, and heaven forbid you hear it at the beginning of a party, or the beginning of a night, because it's gonna stick with you until you go to bed. Yes. And it'll probably be in your in your dreams too, like it is for me. Fucking wake up and you're gonna you're gonna have like a Spotify alarm set and it's gonna be that song for no <laughs> damn reason. <laughs> well, you get out of my house. <laughs> I know that's your song. I know that's your song. I hope not year round. No, no, no. Only only around Christmas. Only around Christmas. But still You uh you used to do and I'm I'm peeling back a curtain. You might not want peeled back, but fuck it. Oh, uh oh. You used to do the uh, Undisputed Era's entrance theme. Or are you still doing that with them kind of being <laughs> on the outs? Um. Well, it, that that was changed outside of my power. Um, <laughs> my 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 wife made made me take that off because it was every fucking morning i'm getting up and ready getting up for work and <laughs> all, all you hear is boom <laughs> and some mornings I'd, I'd wake up and i'd hear it and then as they're getting ready to do the the boom my thumb goes up and comes down on my forehead just <laughs> boom and stephanie will just be like will you stop that turn that off you don't even do it subconsciously. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it just happens. Five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. It's a great way to wake up. It's a great way. <laughs> so, so yeah, that I haven't even thought of that because it's been so long now. Because she made me change that shit. <laughs> but it was a good time. It was a good. It it, it, <laughs> it had a good run. <laughs> it had a good run. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Now I have to listen to freaking Patrick and SpongeBob um, in the morning for my son every single morning on the Alexa. Jesus. Oh, I'm sure that got old real quick. Oh, yeah. It's it's Patrick knocking on a door going, hello? Hello? Is anybody here? Is anybody here? Hello? Hello? And, 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 it, and it repeats itself over and over again until my son goes over and hits the button and then falls right back on his bed going, I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, you you're, you're at you're you're still at home for school. You better get your ass up. <laughs> Got no excuse being late. For real. So alright, so that was mine. That was yours. You ready to jump into this grand episode, Doug? I am excited to get into this. It's it's probably I mean, there's only been three of them, and one of them was a complete dud. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really know if it's fair at the moment to compare it to the Le- uh, Legend of Dratini. I mean, you know, talk to me in an hour and see how I feel. Let's see. Um, I do believe, because um, after this episode, I believe we're pretty much good to go on our band episodes and that the episodes Mr. Mime. Uh or no not Mr. Mime. Jinx. No, Jinx. Well we have we have quite a ways for that. Actually we have okay. two, we have two back to back episodes that um did not come out right away. 
Uh, we really? have, yeah, we have Jinx, and then we have Snow Way Out. So, yeah, we it, one of them is the Jinx episode, and the other one is uh, Ash, uh, where he almost died inside of a cave, and Charmander kept him alive with with his burning tail. So, no, why is that one banned? The entire uh, episode where they introduced I, Charmander was him dying for like 15 I, minutes. I'd have to go back and see why why there was a gap. Um, and I, I think there's I think Jinx might be in that episode. I can't don't quote me on ah. it. Uh, but this was still back when Jinx had blackface and wasn't purple. So right. um, we we will see. They're they're both Christmas episodes. It's um one the first one's holiday high jinks and the second one is called Snow Way Out. Oh, okay. And they probably didn't have time to change it. And okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, because they're it's 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 back to back. Okay. So, all right. So I am starting my episode out and the narrator is starting this off by by saying that they had just left their last town. And the trio has had its up and down, and freaking Misty is trying to get Psyduck to drink out of a water fountain, and Psyduck ain't having any of it. It ain't going well, and Brock and Ash are sitting on a bench eating... Donuts. Yeah, well, donuts, rice balls, whatever they are. Rice rice balls. And... Pikachu's drinking tea. And it's and it's made reference to that Pikachu is perhaps the most exhausted of the Pokemon. And Ash goes, I understand, we'll get you to the Pokemon Center right away. Right. And then we get the <coughs> pardon me, we get the title sequence. Yes. So we go straight from that and we're at a we're at a very weird looking let let's pause this here real quick. So mm-hmm. this Pokemon Center literally looks like a um a hot air balloon that's on the ground behind some doors it's yellow and bright blue with a big p with a pink p in the middle yes. um and of course if you listen to last week's episode um ditto's mansion uh you'll you'll make note that team rocket's mode of transport was a meowth hot air balloon yes so I'm going, you know what, um, real quick, Doug, I'm going to look up, because they keep saying Mascha City. I'm going to find out uh, what the name of this city really was on Bobapedia real quick. Cyber Soldier Porygon. There we go. And I'm going to where is it? Where are you, Bobopedia? Bobopedia is not a thing. All right, let's see. The hell it isn't. I know, I know it isn't. <laughs> there we go. All right. Do do do. Bobopedia.net. Electric Soldier Porygon. Apparently, that's what it's called here in the U.S. By the way. Right, right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Episode thirty-eight. So, the synopsis is. Do, 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 do. It says Macha City on here as well. All right. So, 
I guess that's what we're going to go with. I guess that's what we're going to go with, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because this only aired once. Yeah, it only aired the one time, and it... I, I, I get, yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of tie it to the Pokemon game, to be completely honest. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, but that name definitely didn't stick out to me when I watched it. Well, apparently a lot of these cities that they're going into doesn't really um, go well in the video game as well. Because re remember when, remember the Grimer episode? You're right. Gringy City, yeah. Yeah, Gringy. Wasn't no Gringy City and no red and blue. No. Uh so remember that. Alright, so um this so we go in into the Pokemon Center in this episode, and this is where we get the first instance as to what's going on in this city. So apparently mm -hmm. um Nurse Joy is on the phone and people are having problems transferring their Pokemon. Um, the, the Pokemon's going into the transfer machine and it's being transferred, but it's not ending up in the place where it's supposed to go to. So clearly somebody was pulling the cable out before the trade was over. Yes. And of course the trio comes in as, as she is on the phone, taking all these phone calls and nurse joy is like, Oh, you didn't get your Pokemon. Okay. We'll investigate it. Oh, you didn't get your Pokemon either. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll investigate it. And the Brock is just like, he's like, I wonder what's going on in here. And they're, they're kind of listening. And then we get this weird looking guy with some circles around his eyes. And he says, I built this transfer machine myself. There is nothing wrong with this machine. There is no. Is it, his, is it his eyes, or is it just the way his glasses are? I, <laughs> the way that this episode goes, um, I'm going to say that those are his eyes. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with glasses, so we'll split the difference. <laughs> well, look at Brock's eyes. What about them? They're shut all the time. Right. <laughs> go ahead. Dig a little deeper, see what happens. <laughs> I'm just messing around, people. All right, but uh, so so Nurse Joy is talking to this guy, and he's like, he's like, I built this machine myself. I did all the programming. People have complaints, but it doesn't mean anything because there's nothing wrong with my machine. I'm transferring all these Pokemon, and he's continuing to transfer all these Pokemon. And Nurse Joy is sitting there saying, she's like, well. All these people have all of these complaints. And then in comes Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu. Stegner yep. knows where it doesn't belong at all. I know. This has nothing to do with them. How did they I mean, even get back there? Right. Isn't there a, a, I mean, she's obviously she's back there. And, you know, what's a chance you're going to do to stop them? Um, so basically, uh, well, before... Um, the trio kind of sticks their nose in where it doesn't belong. We get a visual example of what's going wrong. So we see a nine tails is being transferred. And then on the other end, when that Pokeball arrives, there's a magic carp in there. Yes. So that's all kinds of fucked up because Pokemon are, are in this, in this world, Pokemon are physical beings. Yes. 
But when they go into a Pokeball, they become, I guess, data. I guess. I mean, I'll take that. It's something. But that, but that's bullshit because we've established in previous episodes that Pokemon can hear. And <laughs> it's a kid's show, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> This has to be the record. This has to be the earliest It's a kid Show move on we've done 38 episodes of this show. I know, for real. Anyway, so, so, Ash, so Ash sticks up and goes, hey, what's going on? And basically, Nurse Joy, uh, orange check mark, by the way, or uh, cross. Yes. Um, good, good catch, Doug. Good catch. Well, every time, I tell you, you fucked me. Um, <laughs> Nurse Joy basically gives the same rundown that she was given on the phone and giving to the professor, and she gave to us like five seconds earlier. And she says, "Well, it appears that there, um, the the professor sees that there could be a, a potential virus in the code, but he doesn't want to admit it because that would that that would uh, imply that he didn't do something right." And then and then we find out that he finds out that there might be either bad coding or a virus. And then Ash, of course, being 10, has to has to kind of be the audience and go, I didn't know a computer could get sick. I know. Uh, We see Ash get an image of what looks like a sick computer being attacked with a pitchfork by a dog. It that that didn't look like a dog. That looked like a demon. That was a dog. That looked like a demon. If I've seen a dog. <laughs> and then at, it, it's at this point that uh, this professor he's like he's like no he's like my my stuff is perfectly fine. No virus can get inside that easily. Like he is flipping shit because so there's advanced circuits. Yeah, he's. He gets it's just he gets offended easily and then out of nowhere he just runs out of the room. And I mean, you have a two ten year olds and a thirteen year old or fifteen year old watching this man just flip shit and just run out. And I mean he's gone and then you know, like you said, the kids are kinda of trying to they're kinda of left holding the ball. And then Brock is like, he's like, who is this guy? And, th- and this is where we get the guy's name. Um, his name is Akihabara Hakis. Uh, obviously, that's a Japanese name. Yeah, I was going to say his name would probably be like Jim Smith or something. Yes. And um, Nurse Joy is like, he developed the program for the transfer system. So the, the, this is how you transfer your Pokemon um, to your famous professors. So, basically, he's gone. So, it's it's left to the kids, of course, because it's their show to... Kind of figure this out. Well, figure it out, but also kind of go back to his house and kind of kick him in the ass and be like, hey, fucking get on your shit. <laughs> and, and it looks like Nurse Joy um, threw together a map with crayon (laughs) because they're they have to follow the map to get over to his house and it 
it's poorly drawn, but she must think he's crazy too because she 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 drew him with the squiggly things around his eyes as well. Yeah, well, so that's why I'm saying that's his glasses. <laughs> I I think there's more to this story. <laughs> no, I, I think I figured it out. It's his glasses. It's his glasses. Oh, so 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 they find the guy's house. And it's this kind of, I was going to say run down. I mean, the, the gate's kind of run down, but the house itself is kind of fine. I mean, not, not even just that, but the, the, it's a big-ass house. So this, this of, dude must be freaking loaded. And, of course, it wouldn't be Pokemon entering a house if it wasn't empty. <laughs> so... All right, so the trio finds the house, and the door just happens to be unlocked, and they make their way in. And they don't see anybody, so they just keep walking. And Misty, of course, sees what's wrong first, and she's freaking out. And then Brock sees it. And then we turn around, and we're confronted with a giant head of old Akihara. Yes. And they say, what the fuck? And, you know, Pikachu shocks it. And it disintegrates. But then it re, um, it re-energizes itself. And it becomes and a ride. When, well, and that's when Brock kind of looks down and goes, hey, look, it's a, it's a fucking projection. Yes. Because Pikachu, Pikachu thundershocks it, and when when he thundershocks it, it, yeah, like you said, it breaks apart, comes back together, and Brock's like, it just restored itself. Oh, it's a projection. Because the and and the thing kind of mocked him too, because as soon as it comes back together, it, it mouths out the words, "Just kidding." Yeah. So, like you said, then we find out that it's kind of. Basically, like a Roomba, and the projection leads the three of them to a a room with a giant glass tube. Yes. And because they're ever so trusting, and because there wouldn't be a show if they didn't, they got in. They get into the damn thing. <laughs> the, the, this thing, this episode takes a big turn real quick so uh, what what we're about to talk about um everyone remember back to um the sabrina episode uh yeah. when when the poke when uh, ash um and the and the gang got turned into dolls okay so right what's getting ready to happen in this scene is kind of similar to that but what happens here is that they walk into this tube and they get computerized and switched over into the computer, which is weird. Because they want to go in and figure out what's going on with the, with the transfer system. And this guy's just crazy enough to send some kids in to do it right but okay so and i don't want i don't want to seem like so so it, it's not that they were even 
wanting to do this. Like um, the scientists closed the door on these kids and Ash and the trio go running over to the to the glass to hit it. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Are you planning on locking us away in here? What What's going on? And the professor basically just goes, um, um, there's a virus in this in this system. I need your help. I'm going to send you in. You need to find it and beat the virus, and then I'll let you come back out, which and, is you know, fucked up. Well, you say that, but they got in it. But they didn't know what they were getting into. They they When they walked into the thing, they said, I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> there's a giant glass tube in the middle of a room. Yeah. I'm not getting in it. <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly. But it's at this time that after they're talking talking to this crazy muck, uh Porygon makes his first appearance in the Pokemon series. And of course, because it's Misty and it's an unfamiliar Pokemon, she jumps. Yes. But this one isn't near as bad as a bug type Pokemon. And he says it's the very first CGI Pokemon called Porygon. And Porygon. Oh, no, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know where I was going. Go ahead. Oh, and Misty is like, so what? What? What do you plan on doing with us? Are you Are you gonna let us out? And he said, um, there is nothing that I, the genius Akihara, can't solve. And then what? What's the next line that that he says? Oh, and then um, then Ash looks up at the camera and goes, "Then what caused this incident?" And then we get we find out that a, a group of vandals stole the original, uh, stole the the prototype Porygon. Well, it, it was it, it was well, it wasn't that they stole so. We we have some people that look like Team Rocket. Well, of course it is Team Rocket. They go in into um, the machine and they digitalize themselves into the system and caused this virus. So the virus is Team Rocket, right? And Team Rocket found a way to, while in the system transfer i guess pokemon to themselves instead of transferring the pokemon over somewhere else so my guess is and 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 this was my guess like watching this are they creating these magikarp are these digitalized magikarp that they're sending to all these trainers doug it could be it could be james still has a vendetta out about magikarp from the uh from the St. Anne, and he's yeah. still bitter, and he's like, "If I have to be saddled with this damn fish, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have everyone be saddled with this damn fish." Yeah. <laughs> so it's at this time after uh, the professor is talking about this stuff, the trio snaps their fingers and go, "Team Rocket," which duh. Yeah, and then and then we get. Um, an image of a computer getting a physical shot and Team Rocket going, meh, and 
the guy is like, if I put a strong enough vaccine software in the computer right now, the humans inside will be blown to pieces. Which we don't necessarily want. No. And he's he and even the professor doesn't want that. He's like, that's what I'm worried about. And Ash kind of goes, he's like, is there no other way to get this done? And the professor's like, no. So if I if I put the vaccine into this computer while these humans are in there, these humans will be vanished. And then basically I'm going to be in trouble. But if I send you in there and you can get them out of the software and I can bring you back, it will fix everything. So basically we find out we've basically known for five minutes that these five, well, four and Porygon. Yes. So these five people are going to be sent into the computer software. Well, right, the electronic world or whatever they're calling it. And it's their job to hunt down Team Rocket and get them out as as well as themselves. And Misty's like, well, what happens if we don't make it out? And the professor basically gets pushed into a corner and we, he, he kind of tries to sweeten the pot and by saying that he can get them out. But he is also thinking in his head, well, if they can't get him out, then they might be stuck in this computer world forever. So he's not even like 100% that he can get the trio out of there. Which is kind of fucked up. But he's he's not, but he's just crazy enough to say, oh, it's not me going in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's like, we'll figure it out. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. It, 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 you'll be okay, <laughs> is basically what he's saying. So we go straight from that. And let's see, Brocco sending a person. Hold on, let me let, let me let me kind of rewind this because I, w- I want to get um, get Brock's actual lie. He said sending a person into the electrical world or electronic world. No one's done that before, have they? And Missy's like, but what if we can't get back? And the professor goes, I promise you, as the first to enter the virtual world, your efforts will gain you great standings in the scientific community. And he's just nuts. He's talking out of his ass. Yeah. And Ash is like, that's not really the sort of promise that we need. And he's like, yeah, good luck. And then he shoots on the machine and digitalizes everybody. And they're off into the computer world. So Ash doesn't want to go because he's not promised that he's going to get out. Misty's saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. She's smashing this glass. She's like, I don't want to go in. And then all of a sudden, her body gets digitalized. And then Miss is like, oh, no. And then they all fall into the computer world. And it looks like they're going to fall for a while. And, I mean, and they don't, they're not really freak. I mean, Misty and Pikachu kind of. Well, Brock and Ash, they're just kind of floating. Yeah. They're like, isn't this some shit? And it's not until Misty goes plummeting past them that they go, oh shit, we're falling. (laughs) 
And then here comes Porygon, who makes himself like 12 times the size that he was just a second ago and catches um, the gang. And they start riding on Porygon. And then we get some 1997 gobbledygook about, you know, this being like a, a highway system and. Yeah, Brock, Brock says this is a network highway. That highway is what sends the mass or the the monster balls. Well, in this case, Pokeballs. And if we follow it, we should reach Team Rocket. And yeah, so you know they're they're riding on the back of this Porygon, and then we see a huge vat of Pokeballs. Look, gummed up behind a couple of security gates and yeah because it, it, it's too big to transfer all at once so it's basically going into the computer one at a time and all these pokeballs that team rocket is taking is backed up yeah so it's basically i mean on its face, it's bullshit because there's like billions of Pokeballs behind like one gate. Yeah. So it wouldn't work, but it's a kid show. Yeah, um, kid show. <laughs> and then so, we, and and then this is where we get Team Rocket officially in the episode. Right, and Team Rocket pops up to try to do their intro, but Meowth shoots him down, saying, "We're not here to talk." We're here to get all these Pokeballs, and we have to find a way to get all of these Pokeballs through uh, in enough time. And Jesse and James are kind of sitting there having some tea going, we're the only ones in here, calm down. <laughs> and then Ash, like five milliseconds later, goes, hey, Team Rocket. Because of you, the Pokemon Center is in a <laughs> is in, is in chaos. And, he's, and Meowth just gets so pissed. I feel like they animate Meowth in these... Um, Japanese episodes a lot more vicious than what he is here in the U.S. <laughs> because Miel looks straight up at them and he's like, "You, hey, it's them again!" And he is just pissed. And Team Rock is like, "Just leave it to us. Go Arbok. Go Weezing." And they're about to have a Pokemon battle in the digital world. And Weezing shoots out some smoke, and Porygon becomes. Um, kind of takes Weezing's form. So we're basically we've basically had two episodes in a row of Pokemon basically being shapeshifters at this point. Yeah. And we get a giant tackle, and Weezing is knocked onto the rest of them. And Porygon looked like a straight up freaking acne. <laughs> Yucky Pokemon. Ew. And then we get, because apparently we don't have Dexter, we get the professor popping in, basically saying what that move was that Porygon just did, and he said it's called... Conversion. Conversion. And he says it, um... He said... Yeah. He said it... Oh, I'm sorry. He said Porygon has the power to take the appearance of another Pokemon and attack with its... And attach it to its surface. Attach it to its surface. <clears throat> yes. Which 
I, I don't know about you, but I don't I don't remember Porygon having that type of power in the Pokemon game. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Me either. Um, I, I remember that specifically being for Ditto and Ditto right. alone. Because right. <laughs> him having this power basically makes the entire episode previously pointless. Yes, exactly. Maybe it's a good thing we didn't get this episode in, in yeah. the U.S. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, <laughs> they're, they're, ta- they're going back on themselves. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit of pokey bullshit. <laughs> So Meowth is standing here and he's like, then we'll fight Porygon as well. And then Jesse sends out her. Jesse has her own Porygon. It's the Porygon that they stole. Yeah. So they have a Porygon and that Porygon becomes 12 times the size. And then we have a big Porygon battle and they're going back and forth. And I kind of feel like, we're getting up to that scene. I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but I'm going to pause not, it. Yeah, we're not 100% there yet, but there is a lot of – there is some light flashes. Um, it gets really bad later. Um, but, yeah, it's basically we just have a little bit of back and forth of uh, the Porygons becoming like shields and hammers and stuff. Yeah, and, kind of bullshit. <laughs> And then the professor pops back in and says, "Takes this, God bless this." <laughs> he said, "What? Why? Why? Why are? Why are you just standing around? Take this chance to restore the high race so the Pokemon can flow properly, and just yell." AKA, at him. move the damn barricade. Yeah. This guy's so, using twenty words when all he needs is five. <laughs> <laughs> so. They're, they're starting to move the barricades, and as they're moving the barricades, you see all the Pokeballs start flashing one one by one, and they're vanishing, and they're going away, and they're being reversed back over to the original trainers. Because they or, can't are they be, or are they being completed? No, I wouldn't say they're being completed, because remember, there's a backlog. So the Pokemon are trying to go one way, and if they can't go that one way, I believe they're being transferred back. Okay. In my head. I mean, that, that that's the way I see it, because the barricade was there for the Pokeballs to continue to go forward and not backwards. Right. Oh, no, I mean, that's, you know, I wasn't sure, you know. <laughs> but uh, Jesse takes, um, takes this and she's like, what are you doing? Those are our Pokemon. And... Meowth, like I said, Meowth is fucking more vicious in this episode than he is in anywhere else because he's just like, yeah, those are ours and just starts charging at Ash. And then Pikachu sends a shock and um, good Porygon knocks Team Rocket Porygon into them and they go they go away but you know, there's still eight minutes left in the episode or nine minutes left in the episode. So they're probably not gone for good. Nope. But, okay. And I know it's a kid show. Okay. So I'm going to pause this real quick. How can they Pokemon battle inside of a computerized machine? Well, you're at this point, you're in the machine. So you're basically just battling with code. 
but wouldn't that okay i'm 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 getting too technical with it <laughs> i was like wouldn't that code just fry and corrupt the file in real life i mean yeah but it's a kid show right <laughs> so all right so we go back into the real world over to the professor and the professor's like what the Pokemon Center is accessing the, the transfer program. And then he's like, just what are they trying to do? And then he puts in a floppy, and then someone puts in a floppy disk. Oh, it's Nurse no, Joy. That's a, that was a CD. That wasn't a floppy disk. That was an honest-to-goodness like CD. Oh, it's a CD. And Nurse Joy says, uh, well, then, if you please... And the, this guy on the computer goes, understood. And, and he pops up on a computer, and the professor pops up on the computer screen to talk to the nurse Joy. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, somebody, they sent over, a, basically they sent a tech over to the Pokemon Center. And he's using a strong vaccine to put into his computer program. And this just makes the guy go crazy. He's like, that's exactly what I didn't need to happen. And Joy's just all happy to go lucky. She's like, it'll be fixed in a, in a couple of minutes now. Bye. And she leaves. And he's <laughs> freaking out. Because it's at this point that the professor is like, wait a minute. If they put this vaccine into the computer, I have children inside of the computer system fighting this thing. And there's also Team Rocket in there. It will completely obliterate these kids. I'm going to be in trouble. What the fuck am I going to do? So, and then we get the Who's That Pokemon. It's Porygon. Um, and then we see Ash and them are still moving barricades. And they say, okay, there's one left. And just as they're about to go reach for it, the professor pops up on the screen and says, there's big trouble. Yeah, because there there's a big vaccine coming in, and we need to get you guys out of this computer system. And um, trying to get the freaking caption to catch up. So Brock, Brock is yeah, Brock, Brock is like, um, what what happened? And the professor's freaking out at the trio. And he's like, he's like, there's a strong vaccine coming in here. And if it reaches you, you will be stuck in this computer world or, or be vaporized forever. So we need to get you out of this computer system fast. And then Misty has the dumbest line of the episode. Go, I didn't want that to happen. No shit. <laughs> so then, you know, as they're kind of sitting there crapping their pants, we see one of these vaccine mobiles come out of the tunnel and it identifies the trio as a as a virus as a, as a virus and it brings out the needles and it locks onto them as targets and ash calls porygon he says you know get us up so Porygon yeah. picks them up, and they are out of there. And this is where trouble ensures, because there's Team Rocket. Team Rocket also sees them flying away, and they're like, wait, you wait up, cowards. And Ash finally gets a heart and goes, well, if you guys don't run too, you'll never get back to the real world either, so you better start flying. 
Right. And I, I was going to say, well, why didn't they pick him up? And then I realized, oh, right, they have a Porygon, too. Yep. And, okay, I see it now. This is when the shit's getting ready to go down. So, Doug, take it away. So, so it's about this time where um, we see one of the program bots shoot a couple of vaccines towards one of the, I think, one of the last remaining signs that were holding back the Pokeballs. And that's when Team Rocket realized, oh, this is some real shit. Because they basically they barely dodge out of the way of the needles in the first place. And and yeah, this is definitely where it starts. Um, Doesn't the rocket or the, the little machine um, turn into like a fucking needle rocket at some point? Basically. And Team Rocket's basically paralyzed by a, like a, a large swath of blue light. But it's at that point where their Porygon drops in and scoops them up. Poor James is hanging on by the wing. He's, like, barely on there. And the the vaccine mobiles are in hot pursuit because, again, they're locked on as viruses. And then as the explosions are happening, that's when the shit hits the fan in terms of the light sequences and... The big kabooms um, are are like red, yellow, blue, and what what is it? Just red, yellow, and blue. Yeah, and it's just and I mean, there's a few flashes of green, but they're isolated, and it's just they're for long enough where like just me sitting here, just my eyes hurt. I mean, like I, you know, and that's all it is, but it's just it's unpleasant. Yes, and. You know, so they're basically getting away, and the guy who put the uh, who who the center sent over is like tracking all this, and he says um, the vaccine has an even stronger command. All right, I'm back in, in into right. it now, and he's he's locking on to the uh, Porygon and sending the big beam over. To hit Team Rocket, and that's just well, okay. And there's a little, there is a little bit more here. Yeah, just that that one, that one's softer than what what we just saw. So there, there's another explosion. It hits Team Rocket. Team Rocket looks like they're about to faint. Nurse Joy. We go back to another scene where Nurse Joy is telling the professor, "Fix it immediately and don't use that command again." So basically what the professor was trying to tell her, but she wasn't listening. Yeah. But but now because she said it, now it's serious. Yep. And she goes, if the transfer program um, crashes, we can't start it over. So she doesn't know that the kids are in there. But what she's concerned about is all the Pokemon that's stuck in this virtual world. If everything crashes, all these Pokemon are going to die. And we cannot have that on her watch. Right. And then we find out that Team Rocket fell into a void and that their Porygon is out, like, in terms of, like, not loopy. Yep. And the the vaccine has found them. And, well, no, they didn't. They're just in this hole. Yeah, they're, 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 they're just in a hole. Porygon is fainted. And they they can't get out. But um, and 
it looks like Ash sees Team Rocket in the hole and goes, we need to save them. Because, as you pointed out earlier, he has a heart when it suits him. Yes. So they go down and they go down to save Team Rocket. But it's at this point that the freaking Rocket um, vaccine finds Team Rocket as well. And Team Rocket's screaming up, we're not viruses, we're humans, please help us. Don't kill us. <laughs> and they get zapped up. And they kind of assume that they're they're fucked. Yep. And the the guy says, well, the, the vaccine has been eliminated. And so he's satisfied. And then we find out that Ash used Bulbasaur as a goddamn Swiss Army knife again. And picked up Team Rocket. And they're floating back, uh, we can assume, to the main world on, on Bulbasaur's whip on the bottom side of Porygon. <laughs> they look they, dead. They, they look dead. And, um, and, and I don't want to dodge over this line, but it's at this time that we go back to the scene where Nurse Joy and this... Um, computer tech guy are there and the computer tech guy is going well the vaccine has worked and nurse story goes we did it (laughs) unbeknownst to her and as um damn there is another sequence isn't there yes um as team rocket thinks thinks that they're saved and they start rocking Porygon and Porygon's let's see um oh yeah Porygon starts rocking back and forth and Missy's like what's going on and the professor comes in and he's like per perhaps you all are overweight okay Porygon and Porygon is like struggling to keep keep up and he's like, should we drop these guys off after all? And Team Rock's like, wait, no, don't do that. And then we get another sequence that the fucking vaccine is back. And they shoot out like their last ditch effort rockets as the as the group is heading towards the portal to the outer world. And there's a big fucking explosion. Oh shit! <laughs> and this yeah. one, this is the scene. Okay. And everything blows up, you know, <laughs> including the mansion, and everything's left in rubble. And our heroes are okay. And then we do see at the very last second, um, Team Rocket get dumped out. And they get up and they they're acting all menacing. And, and then, then we find out Porygon's in the real world and not in an actual computerized system anymore. Right. So it's a real Pokemon now, guys. And team, like I say, Team Rocky gets up like they're going to square up and they they say thanks and they run off in the other direction. So they actually get to leave on their own accord. They don't get to, they don't have to blast off. 
and the professor is distraught because his machine is destroyed. And he's like, he's like, I thought if this was around, everyone's life would be more convenient. But I just left everyone down. And Ash makes a fucking sly remark. And he's like, try to make a safer system next time. Yeah, like it's that fucking simple. <laughs> but then we immediately cut to the transfer system working perfectly. Yes. So they're back at the Pokemon Center. Nurse Joy said that the vaccine worked. And that everything is back online and everything is good to go. And Ash is like, nobody knows that we just risked our lives. And M Missy's basically like, yeah, we fixed the machine, but we can keep it to ourselves. Yeah. And um, as they're about to leave, Pikachu is like, ahem. And then Ash is like, all right, at the beginning of the episode, I promised that we'd get you looked at. <laughs> and Nurse Joy looks over and goes, yeah, we'll be glad to um, to look over your Pikachu. And then we get the narrator going, but even after Pikachu is feeling better, Ash and friends, journey will go on and on and on. And, on. <laughs> and then we get the to be continued. Right. And no pokey rap. No, no pokey rap. This is the they don't have the pokey rap in Japan. Well, they should. <laughs> but yeah, that's the episode. Great episode. I I I thoroughly like if it wasn't for what this episode kind of represents, I would say this is one of my more favorite of the band episodes. It's a cool concept. I mean, you're dealing with you're dealing with the internet in 1990 you know late 97 you know yes so so yeah i mean like i say i i refuse to acknowledge beauty at the beach um so it's basically between you know cyber soldier you have and, to acknowledge beauty and the beach no i don't have to <laughs> we reviewed it it's an episode it's a twice thing. i know and i don't <laughs> want to think about it again <laughs> But this was a great episode, and it was it was fun to review it. It was. It was a good episode, and like you said, but I'm sitting there going, couldn't they have toned the light flashes down? They could, but it, it's just the sequence of the lights. So even if they kind of toned it down, people that are sensitive to those type of lights. Because even if you slowed it down, I mean, it's still, it's the bright, those bright lights still will hurt your eyes. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they could have, but I mean, again, you don't want to take that chance. You already saw what happened in Japan. There's no point in bringing it over to the U.S. and having it potentially happen again, because who knows how much they got sued for that. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, we we lost a lot of kids um, during that because a lot of kids got sick and some of them didn't even make it out. So, I mean, it, it's just it's just sad. So, I mean, we we reviewed the episode. We're perfectly fine. Um, we're not condo condoning anyone else to watch this episode. We hope you enjoyed our review and you're able to keep up with us. Right. So, 
Do you have anything else that you want to add add to this episode, Doug? No, I mean, I've kind of started this trick where I'm I'm trying to be like a little bit ahead of where we are. So, like, I knew I didn't have to necessarily go back and rewatch this episode because it had subtitles on it already. So, basically, I did watch it, you know, one time all the way through, you know, whatever, about a week ago now. Yes. So, I knew I didn't have to go back. So, like, right before we got on here to do this episode, I just watched uh, Pikachu's Goodbye. Sad episode. Yeah, that episode can fuck right off. <laughs> they, um, that, that episode will fuck with all your emotions. Yeah, that episode can do one. Um, <laughs> so I'm not 100% looking forward to it. Just because, yeah. But, like, I mean, it's a good episode. Well, this isn't the episode. Um, but, no, this one was good. Um I think you said, and I can't remember if, I don't think we were on the air at the time. I think you said after this episode, we're kind of good with um, band episodes for a while. Yeah, so the, the episode, we're, this is the 38th episode, and the next time we get to another band is episode 65. So we have, we have about half a year uh, before we even get down to that. So... Yeah, we've got some time. Uh, like I said, uh, Pikachu's Goodbye is next week. And, and yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, if you, did, if you did choose to watch this episode with us, you were safe. Yes. You were, you were watching it in a... Well-lit room. A well-lit... Yeah, exactly. And not too close to the TV. Right. So... But yeah, th- this was this this was fun. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed watching this episode back again, and we hope you guys really enjoyed our review. And then next week, um, we're getting back. So next week is Pikachu's goodbye, and then we have I think you said um at the beginning of this series that um the battling Eevee brothers is one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites just because we really get into the nitty gritty of. I don't want to say evolution culture because that sounds douchey, but kind no, of. I was about to say it, it basically is because we, we we finally get introduced to evolution stones. Well, we it was briefly touched on with Barry and the Moonstone and uh, uh, the Electric Shock Showdown. Yes, but all it was was hey, if you get Pikachu with a stone. He's going to evolve. Well, how do you get Pikachu the stone? And it's not really touched on. Nope. You know, is it an enema? Is it, you know. <laughs> an enema, Doug? Well, I don't know. How? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but yes. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, because we, we kind of do this um, from time to time when we remember. But next week's episode is Pikachu's Goodbye. <laughs> Or translated from Japanese, Forest of Pikachu. I like the Japanese translation. I do because you get a false, uh, you get a, um, I had it. I just, you get, you get the wrong idea. Yes. Off of Pikachu's goodbye. Because he does say goodbye. Uh, I mean, we'll get into it. But. 
Yeah, and I just watched a recent episode of Pokemon Journeys um, where where they kind of tugged at this string again on the off chance that Pikachu was leaving Ash because Ash was spending so much time with his other Pokemon and oh, not spending and not spending time with well well Ash gets another um, Pokemon that wants to kind of walk around with him outside of the Pokeball. I see. And Pikachu gets a little. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, but but we have a long ways until we until we hit that. But I mean, may, probably not too long if if we end up doing another part of this series at some point. So it'll be fun. We got we got some time to yeah. sit down and talk. So all right, Doug. Um, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you that I'm glad you tuned into this episode and we'll be back to our regular broadcasting next week. Have a good night, everybody.